1: Everyone's out to have fun and to help others have fun. Fun size. Fun size. Fun size. I call it fun. Hi there, it's Max. This is Bob and Sherry Fun Size. This is just a shareable taste of our show. You can share on the socials if you care to. And Sherry loves nothing more than to make Bob uncomfortable. And what could make Bob more uncomfortable than talking about what it was like during medieval times with medical procedures and no anesthesia.
0: Well, once upon a time, folks, people used to have to have surgery without any kind of anesthesia. And <laughs> so today, can you believe this? Um, we're going to do, we're going to do three things. Um, really? First thing we're going to do is we're going to take a look at what operating on people used to be like. And the second thing we're going to do is give Bob Lacey nightmares. And the third thing we're going to do is I'll take a moment to count our blessings that we are alive now and not back then. So imagine the kind of nightmarish pain that you would have going through like an amputation in the Dark Ages. Oh, good because lord! Because there was no anesthesia. Um, you know, there were no epidurals. There was no Novocaine um, back then. If you wanted to get, if you had like a terrible toothache and you needed a tooth removed, there wasn't a dentist or an oral surgeon. You went to the village barber, who right. would. Like put leeches on you and do bloodletting and take that tooth out. You know, and you were lucky if they removed the tooth and didn't decide that instead of a toothache you had demonic possession. Like anesthesia is a rel- seriously anesthesia is a relatively new invention. Um, well, you, you know those you know
2: those barber poles that they used to have yeah. in front of uh, old time barber shops. They're, uh, they're they'd spin around. They're red and blue. Yeah, that was because uh, back in the West, barbers used to take out teeth that were rotten, and and in believe the- me, dental care was not too good in the old West. So a lot of people had to have teeth pulled, and the barber would do it with like a wrench, and he would hang. If if he was doing that, he would hang a towel with blood on it outside of the barber shop to let people know. Oh, that, oh. that goes
0: all the way back to the Middle Ages. I mean, that Bill, barbers yeah. were barbers were where you got your medicine, and if you um, have a health care plan like the one my family has, supercuts is still where you get your medical treatment. So we have ancient <laughs> manuscripts that show that um, doctors were trying to sedate people using a mixture of boar bile, you know, like the bile from a wild boar, opium, mandrake juice, hemlock, vinegar, and the whole thing, according to um, one manuscript that was found from the Middle Ages, the whole thing was brewed to, quote, make a man sleep whilst other men cut him. Starting Mm. in about the 1600s, doctors would give people opium you know, And opium dissolved in alcohol Was a common pain reliever But of course it's like super addictive Or they would give people hemlock Which can be fatal Or they would give people mandrake juice Which can cause hallucinations And heart racing and even death But back then There were no choices If you had to have a limb removed Because you had gang- gangrene You just had to suck it up So <laughs> So because the kind of people that are called to medicine are people with a lot of natural scientific curiosity, they began looking for better ways to knock people out to perform surgery. So in 1784, a British surgeon named Dr. John Hunter thought, what if we could make the nerves go numb? So he he took a tourniquet and he applied it to a patient's um, leg and he tied it really, really tight and waited for it to go numb. And he was able to remove the leg without the patient feeling any pain. Well, until they took the tourniquet off and then, oh buddy, it hurt like a mother because uh, back then they didn't have any sort of like Walgreens where you could go get a prescription. They also tried hypnosis um, and they called it mesmerism and it was this like weird pseudo-scientific belief that said that they're inside human beings. There's this liquid that's like a force field that you can manipulate with magnets. So a doctor from Austria named Franz Mesmer said if you can control this magical fluid you can put patients into a state of um, suspended animation and then you could perform surgery it was so popular that they built these mesmeric hospitals in london and elsewhere but as it turned out um, all you had to do was ask the patients they were feeling that pain and they were screaming like crazy which brings (laughs) us to the mid-1800s where scientists and surgeons became interested in something called ether which is still in use today and they began um, knocking chickens out with ether and when they saw that they could knock a chicken out and perform surgery they started giving it to people and in fact in 1846 an American dentist named Dr. William Morton put on a public display it was a public operation crowds gathered and watched as he gave the patient ether and then removed a tumor from the patient's neck. And back then, that was the only way you could get a discount surgery is if you agreed to be a public spectacle. And I predict we're about five minutes away from that happening today.
2: I I haven't heard the word ether in decades.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, this is a thing. They're
2: still using it? They still use it? It still
0: exists, yeah. In 1848, surgeons went to another compound called chloroform, and they found that they could help women who were experiencing agony in childbirth with chloroform. And they could manage. They could manage it a little bit better, so they could put the patient to sleep and do a much better job of operating. See, because prior to chloroform, um, when they had to operate on somebody and that person was being held down and screaming, they had to get in and out pretty quick and dirty. So the, yeah, the yeah. arrival of chloroform allowed them to go. Much, much more slowly and much more carefully. And chloroform today still exists and is often used by serial killers. So you wanna be, you know, gonna knock you out, like puts a cloth over your face and knock you out and abduct you and stuff. Probably has other uses too, but I'll be honest, neither me nor Max know what those other uses could be. We just know it as um the get in my trunk serial killer drug. I could never I could never be
2: I could never be a barber or or a doctor back then. I mean, just the idea that somebody is screaming uh, in oh. pain because of Listen. what I'm with my codependence. I'm so sorry. And now I'm not <laughs> focused because I'm saying I'm so sorry.
0: In 1811, a writer named Fanny Burney had to have a mastectomy. They performed that mastectomy. They didn't even give her a shot of whiskey. She was wide awake and completely unmedicated. Oh, she sure. wrote to her sister after the operation. And said, I began a scream that lasted the entire time. I marvel that it rings not in my ears still. So excruciating was the agony. She fainted twice, which was the only relief that she had. So there's a lot to be unhappy about in the world. But if you're on your way to get a root canal, you're going to get you some sedation. Nobody's going to put a leech on your face. That's right. You're going to get you some Tylenol afterward. Maybe even some hydrocodone.
1: Maybe some ice cream.
2: Things
0: are better now than they used to be. Thank
1: you so much for listening to Bob and Sherry Fun Size. If you like it, please share it with your friends. And be sure to go to the Bob and Sherry store, B-O-B-A-N-D-S-H-E-R-I dot com. Hit shop. Sherry's book, Cooking with Cats, is back in stock. It's a cookbook with pictures of cats. No cats were harmed during the making of this. And she has compiled the book of Bob. She's written this stuff down for years, and now it's coming out in book form very soon. And you can get it at BobandSherry.com. dot com.